Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is Dirt and Sprague. We had a hand as a tiger get in the bathroom. He almost killed me. Hey, bro, you mind putting on some pants? I find a little weird. I have to ask twice. Pants at a time like this, I don't have any. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Hey, it's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. O six hundred. What's the O stand for? Oh my God, it's early. Dirt and Sprague on ten eighty. I'm a gun now. Joyce. Joyce is very upset. Flo, Flo, we've discussed this. Mornings are for coffee and contemplation. Coffee and contemplation. The fan. When I wake up in the morning, Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. Hope your Fridays are going all right. I'm getting texts. People are losing power. My brother just texted me. Hey, can I come over when you get off of work? It's dark and I'm lonely. <laughs> A lot of people without power, I guess, man. It's tough. Tough Friday out there. I, I'm curious if we have power. Yeah, when you get home? Well, here's the thing. There's a school, uh, one of the elementary schools in West Lynn closed. Oh, uh, really? They've lost, they've lost power. They lost don't power. have like five generators over there at West Lynn to <laughs> just have power. No well, it's what. an elementary school, not the high school. So um, I still imagine their elementary school is better than my high school. I don't know. Have you been to West Lynn lately? <laughs> have you yeah. seen Park Rose? <laughs> Damian Lillard chose to build custom a house in West Lynn, not, uh, not Park Rose. I can tell you that. But he is doing great work with Park Rose, though. Uh, I don't want to overlook that. Uh, he is. Ime Udoka and KD hoop at Park Rose. Uh, KD does, yeah. We don't, we don't want an Ime Udoka there anymore. No, we kick Are we out. claiming Ime right now, or are we waiting this out for a uh, while? You wait it out. You give it time. City, yeah. Somebody just pointed out on Twitter, is anybody else realize that he's not the Nets coach yet? Wasn't that a done deal? No, well, they're I, working I, a – they might get a pick for him. Well, they're, they're, I thought the Celtics were giving him away for free. No. They might – the there, There's desperate. a lot of paperwork to yeah. – Doesn't that look bad on their part? Like, we're suspending you. We don't want you to be our coach anymore, but you can go coach somewhere else and we're going to demand getting a draft pick in return? Yeah, Why does it look bad on them? That's on the other team for wanting to take that on. I mean, if what he did was bad enough that you don't want him to be your coach anymore, shouldn't you just fire him? There's, um, there's financial things here. Did you fire him for cause, for – their insubordinate behavior. I would guess because they haven't done it, it's a bit of a fishy. It's it's a it's a tough heron to pickle. Is that a term? I don't know, but let's run with it. I think that's a uh, swag's yeah, give me a look. Like yes, you're right. Well, one, it's a herring, not a, a heron. heron. A yeah. heron is a bird. A herring <laughs> is a fish. Thank you. You ever pickle that heron? You ever uh, out of gray blue? You pickle that heron when you're out there? I've used a herring fishing actually. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I put yeah. It on a hook. Herring. What's a herring? It's a tiny it's little, a little guppy, tiny little, little fish. Guppy, yeah. It's a little bigger than a sardine, but oh, okay. yeah, in All the right. same. You want a big fish? You put a little fish on it, and you say, "Hey, come get this little fish, big fish. Come get the little fish." <laughs> And then you stuff that big fish with weight so you can win contests. That's how it rolls. You whistle at the fish. Does that work? Yeah. You see, by the way, did you see the video of that fishing incident? (laughs) Yeah. We talked about it on the show. No, but like, did you see the actual at the podium and the measuring the weight or weighing the fish? Oh, yeah. Dude, it's intense. I'm surprised those guys weren't murdered. 
Those fishers were... I don't know how they got out of there alive, yeah. I don't either. They were, like, screaming in their faces. They're going to jail. They pled not guilty, but it's like, dude, there's video, there's evidence. Yeah. Like, they they took a video of them cutting the fish open and taking weights out. Huge weights. <laughs> <laughs> fillets. They were putting other fish fillets inside the fish. And you should hear the guys in the background, you've been doing this for years! <laughs> they're winning thousands of dollars, man. They're go they're got felony charges. They're going to jail. Uh, but, yeah, I think for the Celtics, you can't... They need a little more maybe to fire him outright because there's a lot of money at stake there. Okay. Well, there you go. There's enough NBA talk for the final hour. The Blazers are playing tonight, though, right? They're on the road. Phoenix Suns, back Phoenix to back. Yeah, back to there back. Okay. Uh, let's get to the stuff people care about, though, and that is the showdown weekend in college football. we got a big-time weekend, boys. Big, big-time weekend. As somebody pointed out at the uh, fan text line, back-to-back weekends, kind of a dud slate in the Pac-12 to a certain extent. Yeah, it's not It's not amazing. Now, maybe you get an upset, right? We sometimes have that. You go into the weekend, you're like, ah, there's no good games, and then you get a crazy upset. Uh, this is a weekend, though, that you circle around the country, and you're like, yes, sir. I'm going to start with a random one, upset alert. I'm calling it right now. You ready for this? Hot off the press. Notre Dame's beating Clemson. I've come around to the other side of that game come Friday. Okay. Clemson's favored by three and a half in South Bend, Indiana. Yeah, I think they're going to cover that number. I, I guess I'll ask you this. I, You and I are in lockstep not buying Clemson as legitimate in terms of the playoff, right? No, I don't think they're very good. I'm with you here. Now, answer me this, Batman. Why are we suddenly buying Notre Dame? It's not about buying Notre Dame. It's about having a great atmosphere at home and getting up for one game and playing above your skill level. I don't think Notre Dame's a good team. I think it's, can we can we do it one time on primetime television? And I think yes. And I think Clemson's good, not great. And so that's why I, like, I was asking myself why, because I was feeling confident. About, I almost sprayed the line on that game. On Notre Dame? On Notre Dame. Yep. And then I'm like, why? I watched them lose to Marshall. Now, that was a long time ago. They just beat Syracuse on the road. Yeah, Notre Dame's cruising, man. They won back. Back to back games over UNLV and Syracuse. They're flying high. And that's I don't know why I'm I'm suddenly all in on Notre Dame if they're one of their wins is UNLV. I just let's keep an eye on that one, but there is an upset alert going on in South Bend. They also own the ACC so far this year. They're the only team that's beaten North Carolina. I think North Carolina's a one loss team and they smoked North Carolina in uh Chapel Hill. That was their big win of the year, was beating North Carolina on the road. I remember seeing that and going, Whoa. They won that game? Well, that was a 4.30 kick on uh, NBC and Peacock, which I'm sure all of you will pull up and watch it on. Uh, 4.30 on Peacock. Another one, kind of under the radar, Texas at Kansas State. I don't really have much on that game. I am excited to watch it, though. 4 o'clock on FS1. Kansas State plus 2.5. Let's go. Texas is a road favorite in Bill Snyder Family Stadium. Uh, 4 o'clock on ESPN. You got the big SEC doubleheader. This is the second half of it. Alabama's at number 10 LSU. I love how LSU went from, like, unranked to number 10 in a week. Uh, Alabama's favored by basically two touchdowns in this game. Is LSU good? What do we label LSU? Well, Swag might have something on this game coming up at 830. I, I don't know what to make of LSU. Because they played Tennessee at home and got demolished in that game. I mean, the opening kickoff was a fumble recovery by Tennessee, and they didn't yeah. look back after that. 40 to 13 in Baton Rouge. Maybe that'll go to the biggest game of the weekend, and, and we'll find out this week. In Tennessee, as Ken Barkley said, maybe they're just actually as legitimate as they look. And I think Alabama's right there with them. I mean, they were in Knoxville and lost by a field goal. That's not act like, you know, if Tennessee's that good, you were right there to win that game. Right, and they came back and actually had a lead in it, and they blew the lead to Hendon Hooker and company. Um, I don't know what to make of LSU. I tend to believe they're propped up for LSU strength of schedule reasons. But Alabama, as much as they could have beaten Tennessee, they didn't. They, they beat Texas, but Quinn Ewers goes out. 
I don't know about you. Are you not disappointed with that defense? I thought this defense was supposed to be one of the best in Nick Saban's era. It's been awful. They they get carved up left and right through the air. They don't have a good pass defense. And Will Anderson's, I don't know, I, he's not quite having the season I I think a lot of us thought he would. It's a good year. Sure. But I think a lot of us thought this could be Manti Teo, Heisman type stuff. And I would argue it's not that. But I, LSU and Jaden Daniels, I'm going to buy Jaden Daniels against Nick Saban? No, I'm not. No, I, I, if I were gambling college football this weekend, I would lay a heavy bet on Alabama to cover this spread. It's a double digit spread. It's too. a 13 yeah. and a half point spread. I just I don't see how LSU hangs. I, and I, I get your point ultimately about Alabama's defense. But here's the funny thing about it. You know how many games this year they've given up more than 20 points? Um, they've not had the strongest of schedules, so no. I would say probably not a lot. Three. Yeah. They gave up 52 points to Tennessee. That is the outlier. Outside of that, the only other teams to get 20 of them, A&M scored 20, and they won that game 24-20. Which I remember going, how? Yeah, that was a weird game. A&M's offense is not great. Not very good. And then Arkansas got a garbage-time touchdown to get to 26, and they won that game 49-26. Outside of that, nobody else has gotten a 20. Or, excuse me, Vanderbilt scored 7-3. and three. Mississippi State last weekend. Yeah. So I I see the point ultimately. I just I think I go back to what was said yesterday from Ken Barkley about Tennessee. I just think Tennessee's offense is that good. Oh, it absolutely Like I don't is. think it means that Alabama's defense stinks. I think it just means Tennessee's that good. And when you're playing an offense that's kind of good, Jane Daniels is okay. You know, LSU's He's all having right. actually a really good year He's for He's having them. a pretty good year, but they're nowhere near Tennessee's offense. And so that's where I look at this. Like, I just I don't see LSU scoring more than 24 points in this game. And Bryce Young is healthy. Like, you're not holding them below 42. It's, uh, it's, it's a funny Pac-12 bias tweet, but somebody had alerted after last week, and they said, ah, interesting. Jane Daniels, very mid in the Pac-12. Where does he go for success? The SEC. Bo Nix, very mid in the SEC. Where does he go? To finally be good, the Pac-12. It's funny to like conversely flip those totally and just kind of see how their seasons are going because we didn't think all the world of Jaden Daniels at issue. There's been a lot of SEC fans that have tried to argue the only reason Bo Nix is having success is because he's in the Pac-12 and people immediately point out Jaden Daniels sucked at Arizona State. Was not good. And he's having a very good year and what people would argue is the toughest division in all college football. Uh, let's go to the last but not least biggest game of the weekend and I want to get to that a little bit coming up next because Tennessee-Georgia I, where does this one rank for us in the last couple of years? It is a seven and a half point spread. Uh, you got number one versus number three. It's likely an elimination game, uh, not only for the SEC championship, but potentially down the road for the college football playoff. I want to get into that game a little bit coming up next. And then uh, bottom of the hour, we'll spread the line, get your fake sponsors in 503-250-1080. Send them in. We'll do some gambling bottom of the hour. Tennessee, Georgia next. On the- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, what's well, pretty line coming up bottom of the hour? Get your fake sponsors in, 503-250-1080. Do some gambling. I'm already on one. Things are going great. Uh, I was nervous <laughs> for that game for you, and I don't know why. Should... Once Jalen Hurts fumbled in the first half on that strip sack, I knew it wasn't going to cover. Well, no cooks, and they, they still put up points on a good Eagles defense. I hate the NFL. I hate it. Why don't you? I hate the NFL. Okay, so, like, why don't you it. gamble college this whole, like, oh. Because I'm a man of integrity. That has nothing to do with integrity. I'm not actually placing the bets. What, what does that matter? It because games I you like. I think SVP is laying all the games that he's putting out there. Well, maybe he is. He's got big money, but I would hope so. But like, what's your, your is your record in Pac-12 picks against the spread really good? I mean, I'm slightly above 500. I just I like the I like gambling picks that I actually gamble. That's my that's my you motto. Want people to ride with your emotions. Well, at on this point, this. fade my emotions because <laughs> I'm on a rough streak the last couple you of weeks. You tell me your other two picks so I can maybe have an idea of where my last pick's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I just I like picking games that I that I actually gamble on. It's just to me, it's kind of dumb to do a gambling segment and just give a pick that I like. I'm not emotionally invested in that at all. I like being emotionally invested in spraying the line. It makes or ruins no. my weekend every weekend. You're financially invested. Yeah. You're still emotionally invested. Not at all. Not at all. If I make a pick and it hits and I didn't gamble on the pick, I could not care less. Like UCLA minus – like I I have no emotion with Pac-12 picks against the spread every weekend. I don't care. I usually check on Monday. I'm like, ah, oh, what was my record? I know immediately what my spraying the line record is. Mm. And I track those games all day. Put Sunday. a college game in spraying line and see how you feel about that. I think you'd feel differently. I think I'd, I think I'd, I'd feel empty. Inside. Well, I have a college game in my spraying line pick, and I'm emotionally well. I'm already emotionally connected to it anyway, but I'm extra emotionally connected to it. Well, that's because you're gambling on your team. Um, all right, let's get to the biggest game of the weekend, and that is uh, Tennessee and Georgia. I, it's amazing to think what's on the line here. Like it, the, the fact that you could have a team in Tennessee win on Saturday, which I think there's a real possibility, and come from where they were in the preseason, like a borderline top 25 team, if you go all the way back to week two, this is the great example of I love giving teams the opportunity to get better. In week two, they went on the road to Pitt, and they barely won that game. It was a great game. I remember watching it. They won 34-27 to in overtime. They scored a touchdown. They got a stop a Pitt. They won the game. Uh, Keaton Slovis had a really rough day. Hooker torched them. Like, that was the kind of indicator early on. Like, all right, Tennessee could have a decent year this year. And then you fast forward a month, and they're beating Florida. They're blowing out LSU, and then they're beating Alabama. It's like, oh, my God. They're trending to have one of those kind of seasons. The tough part about their schedule is they get the crossover game against Alabama. They find a way to survive it. Now you got to take down Georgia. And if you don't win this weekend, you're not going to the SEC championship game. And I can't wait, man. This is, this is one of those games that you just kind of circle, and you remember in years past of, we do the game of the century, game of the decade. Like, you get a lot of those labels. There's going to be a lot of offense. There's going to be a lot of points scored. This is not going to be Alabama 9-6 to of many moons ago. And I cannot wait to see if Tennessee's dream season uh, continues at, at Georgia between the hedges on well, Saturday. And I want to see if Tennessee makes Georgia do things they're not accustomed to doing. Georgia is accustomed to lining up the best athletes on the field defensively and having the edge every weekend. It's fascinating looking at what some of the numbers suggest here. Is Kirby Smart going to be more inclined to blitz, which is not something he wants to do and he largely doesn't do, or does he trust 
his 102nd pass rate rush here. Because if you don't get to Hendon Hooker, and Georgia's pretty damn good themselves offensively. They are. Especially with those big-ass tight ends. If you do not get to Hendon Hooker, he's going to tear you apart. That's just what his season's been. And Jalen Hyatt is the story of stories at wide receiver this year. He's setting the college football world on fire with his playmaking and his deep threat ability. But if you look into some of the numbers, and I, I actually said it wrong, Georgia ranks 122nd in sacks per drop back. They're 91st in sack rate, like in havoc rate, excuse me. So if you get no pressure on Hinton Hooker, they're going to succeed. And I want to see if Tennessee, lining up against that speed and that talent, if they give a clean pocket to Hooker early, I wonder how quickly Kirby pivots, if not just comes outright and blitzes the hell out of him. Because that's the key here. You get to Hinton Hooker, Georgia's going to walk away with this thing. If you don't, you might be Bama 2.0. You might do what what happened to Bama. Hendon Hooker with time is dangerous, and that offense is every bit as legitimate as they've been advertised. They're the second most productive offense in college football. And so, like, is Kirby Smart going to feel uncomfortable enough to have to blitz, put the pressure on Hendon Hooker, get him to throw a pick six or make a mistake in a key spot, or is Tennessee going to give him a clean pocket enough time? Because if they can and they have all year, he's going to do what, he did to Bama. He's going to pick you apart and, and maybe beat you. Yeah, I mean, they might have the best offense in the country. I, I do think one thing we're forgetting in this game is how good Georgia's offense is. I, I think I just think in general with Georgia, we forget that from time to time. Lord knows I do, and I didn't give them a ton of you know a, a, their offense a ton of credit going even even into the opener against Oregon, and they've been really good all season. They got some great playmakers on the outside. You pointed out the tight ends. How about the game those guys had last week uh, against Florida? That Brock Bowers catch. That was catch was bobbling around. Unbelievable. I, I still. Will not forget walking around the sidelines in Atlanta next to uh, was Washington Darnell Washington Darnell yeah. Washington and just seeing him and being like, "Are you kidding me right now?" Six seven tight end. Like, what like, the hell is this? This is pounds. this is illegal. That's a defensive tackle in the Pac-12, and this guy's this guy is is stiff arming linebackers and jumping over safeties along the sideline. Like that that should not be allowed. They're just a different breed. I think we forget that. And the question that I have about Tennessee, it'll never be about their offense. It'll be, one, can it go on the road into a tough environment and have the same effect that it had at home against Alabama where that was the biggest game at Neyland Stadium in 25 years? And two, what's Tennessee's defense? Is it the defense they gave up 49 points at home to Alabama and really couldn't get a stop in that football game? Is it the defense that showed up last week and and a, a first-round NFL draft quarterback came to town in Kentucky, and they just dominated them. They shut him down. I mean, they couldn't move the football at all. And so it's like, have they found their groove? Is that the new Tennessee defense? Is the Tennessee defense the one that gave up 49 points to Alabama or 33 points to Florida? Like, they've had their issues this year because I think that's the matchup. Like, I, Georgia's defense is good. They're one of the best in the country again. They're not historically good like they were last year. They're not going to be able to stop Hendon Hooker. Like, you can slow him down, maybe. You don't think they can get to him? I don't think so, no. Okay. I just think Tennessee's offense is that good this year. Yeah. That it, they, they have that vibe, like LSU in 2019, that it doesn't really matter what you do. They're going to find a way to beat you. They have so many weapons, and it's a great game plan. I almost look at the opposite matchup of that. Can Tennessee's defense consistently stop Georgia when they're on the road? If they can do that, they got a great chance to win this game. Uh, but if not, it, I mean, it, it could be a rough day for them because it's different when you're playing at Neyland Stadium against Alabama. Now you're going to Georgia between the hedges, and you're a seven and a half point underdog. Like that's a whole different ball game. That Edwards kid for Georgia has become their primary back. I think he's averaging on the year something like seven yards per carry. He's unbelievable. But if Tennessee can do what they did to Kentucky, 
and you can slow slash stop that run attack, I think the one benefit, even though some of the metrics I saw, give me a second here. Yeah, so Conley puts in his some of his stat stuff. He, he he notes it actually is a bigger advantage for Georgia offensively against the Tennessee defense than it is the opposite, and that's it's that's fascinating because if Tennessee can come out and slow or stop Edwards, you're putting Georgia in a spot that they kind of put themselves in against Oregon. They're going to go pass happy. Mm-hmm. Now Bowers and Washington have been unbelievable. They I think combined of fifty catches, eight hundred plus yards. They got some tutties. They're going to be tough. But if you can slow the running attack down, the benefit for Tennessee could be the quarterback speed is not an advantage for Georgia here. Putting Stetson Bennett and getting pressure on him, it changes everything. I love the over in this game. I don't think I'm going to spread the line on it, but that's I'm kind of falling in line with a lot of people. I've loved it all week. I looked at the number on Sunday night. I love the under. I think both offenses are going to score points. But I, I kind of I'm with you here. Can Tennessee's defense slow the run game enough down to put Georgia in third and long passing downs? And then can they get pressure on Stetson Bennett? Mm -hmm. I kind of like Tennessee covering the number here. I know it's a funky number of eight. Maybe your instincts are to want to go Georgia. But I I just think Tennessee's legit, man. I I think we need to pay them respect. I think it's hard for us to do it. Every year with teams like Tennessee because we're so accustomed to Saban and Alabama. For sure. We're accustomed to Clemson. Now we're accustomed to Georgia. It's hard to envision seeing Tennessee at the start of the year saying, oh, they'll beat Tennessee and Georgia, or uh, Bama and Georgia. Nobody would have bought that. But they took care of Bama. They, they, they came back in that game after blowing a lead, and they won. Yes, it's on the road. I think Tennessee's just legit. And I, I'll be fascinated to see if their defense slows that run game down because I think if they can – they kind of put Georgia in their favor, and you get after Stetson Bennett. Is the reaction if Georgia wins this game by two touchdowns that nobody's going to beat them? Because no. I do have that feeling. Uh, not for me yet. It, it, I, it's natural, I think, to have that feeling and rightfully deserved to have that feeling. But I'm still on my kick, man. I, I think college football is going to give us a wacky ending. I hope so. And so maybe Michigan-Ohio State deserves some more respect in that regard. We'll see if they beat Bama. Right? They'll play Bama, presumably, in the SEC championship game. I mean, if they win this game, they're in the playoff, no matter what happens against Alabama. Uh, Georgia? Yeah. Because their last three regular season games are Mississippi State, Kentucky, Georgia Tech. They're not losing those games. I know. They're going undefeated. We're doing the playoff thing again, but I I, I still think, like, let's see if if TCU loses. They could be an undefeated conference champion if they they can do it. Already behind a one-loss Alabama team. Clemson, yeah, I know, but Clemson could be undefeated winning the ACC. Could, There's yeah. two undefeated conference champions, and then you'd have arguments. Ohio State could be there. Michigan could be there. Like, I don't know if I, – I just don't know if I agree with the opinion yet. I know it's set for that, but if you had undefeated TCU and Clemson win their conferences, you're just not making a viable argument outside of eyeball test yeah. for a non-conference champion with one loss to be in over those because I know the Big Ten champion is going to get in. We know the SEC champion is going to get in. It's just a matter of TCU going undefeated and Clemson going undefeated. I'd love to see my opinion be wrong. I, I think Georgia wins and Georgia covers tomorrow. They I, very well could, yeah, absolutely. I think this is one of those where they're the defending national champs. They've gone through kind of lulls this year, like, oh, we got to go to Missouri. We're going to no-show that game. I think you're going to get the best version of Georgia in this one, and I think they win by 10. Uh, the over should hit. I hope I'm wrong, man. I'd love to see Tennessee win this game and continue to shake up the landscape of college football. Let's get to Sprague in the line. Get your fake sponsors in 503-250-1080. Uh, we will make our picks, and we'll do it next. Read your uh, fake sponsors. That's next. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Spreggin' the line. Spreggin' the line. Spreggin' the line. Spreggin' the line. See what we got here today, boys. Spreggin' the line brought to you by Big News coming out tomorrow. Just be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to my website. And then uh, Bill Walton's disappointed in UCLA. Hey, you guys hear that? Bill Walton's really angry. Bill Walton's really upset. That was the funniest. Really upset. As a guy who admires a good <gasps> team. He is? What? No. I admire a good tease. Good tease. And as a guy who admires a good tease, that was not a good tease. Are you telling me nothing's there? Oh, okay. Uh, well done. That's a good way to start. Guy who gets mad at volcanoes in states he doesn't live with. <laughs> mad at something. News at 11. Spreaking Live brought to you by the Old Man Starter Kit. Kit includes a doggy raincoat, earplugs with base cancellation, oh. thick socks with odor-eating technology, and a betting guide with bad advice. I leaned over my wife last night, and my wife was actually, she was looking at me like, are we going to leave? Because it was 11, and Post Malone was still singing, and I was like, I don't know how you do it, man. That's way too late for me. I can't stay up that late anymore. Well, who's an artist you like? Give me a random one. James Taylor. (laughs) Can you give me a a more current one that's... Uh, Chris Stapleton. Okay, Chris Stapleton's in town, and it's 11 o'clock, and you can tell... I'm not going to the show if it's a weeknight. (laughs) No chance. Really? No chance. You wouldn't no. go? No, I wouldn't go. I don't do this very often. I know you don't. I was contemplating. My wife looked at me and was like, Are you, oh, do we want to leave? And then he ends with White Iverson, which is his very first jam. White Iverson is the name of the song? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's pretty. It's actually a pretty funny song. It's okay. what made him famous. Yeah. Anyways, ends with that. Got about halfway through the song, and he even said, like, this is my last song. Yeah. And I looked at her and go, okay, we can leave. Let's go. I like this song, but I got the songs I want. You wanted. want to beat the traffic, don't you? Want to get out of there? Guess what we did? Huh? We beat the traffic. We were the first ones on the escalator. That's how you roll, baby. Yeah, well. You got to beat the traffic. Sprague Live brought to you by a Sprague pick. It's bad, but still better than a Kyrie apology. <laughs> Sprague Live brought to you by Kyrie Irving's conscience. Because like Kyrie's worldview, Sprague's picks are about as accurate. Wow. Sprague in the line brought to you by Sprague unknowingly exposing his wang. The only thing providing less than Sprague's gambling advice. You and your Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years. (laughs) 
We haven't played any of those yet. My my picks are on the level of anti-Semitism. Yeah, okay. that's where you're at now. It's good that's to know. Where we're at now. Thank you very much. How do much. you say that he didn't knowingly expose himself? Did that shock? Like, what are you talking about? You're admitting that he exposed himself. You're just trying to put the word unknowingly. If you didn't expose, if, so, if I accused you, Brandon Sprague, you exposed yourself to me. You're talking about, by the way, for those in the not Josh Primo, Josh Primo and the his Spurs. Uh, mental, or she was like a psychiatrist was, or something. She was a psychologist. He showed her his unit nine times, according to her nine lawsuit. times. If nine I said times. Brandon Sprague, you exposed yourself, yeah. and I'm I'm, I'm alleging this, yeah. would you say, well, I didn't knowingly do it? You would say, no, I didn't. Because you didn't expose yourself to me. Yeah, I mean, like, hey, hey, if you use that word, that means you exposed yourself and you're trying to say that it wasn't on purpose. Hey, your ball's showing. <laughs> oh, no, is it? But, like, your unit? Your ball's out, man. Like, uh, your unit's a different story, especially nine times. All right, let's get to spreading the line. Here's where we're at from last week. Uh, not great. Not no, great. We don't good. need to recap. I had we, a great weekend. You're on a you're on a heater. Sprague's riding a heater right now. Why do you guys downplay the weekend when I'm three and zero? But if you're cares. good, it's like Nobody hey, cares. it was a good weekend. Falcon secondary. Uh, I hit on the Titans. That was it. Sprague, you hit on the Packers, the Lions, and Dolphins over, and the Seahawks minus two and a half. All luck, huh? Catch a punt. Well, Giants. the funny thing was, I accidentally <laughs> took the over in, in Miami, Detroit. I was gonna take the Cowboys. They covered, too. But they ended up covering, too, so I ended yep. up being okay. Uh, Swag, you hit on the Browns on Monday Night Football, and KT went 2-1. and one. He hit on the Pats uh, and then the uh, UConn, plus 7.5 against Boston College. So here's where we're at. Season standing spray, 15-9. and nine. Uh, KT's now in second at 13-11. and 11. Yeah. I'm 12-11-1, and one, and that's not counting my already 0-1 start to the week. And, uh, Swag, you are 9-15. and 15. <sighs> So that's where we're at. Uh, Sprague, floor is yours. Where are we going? Uh, I'm going to start with the game tonight. The weather is starting to clear up a little bit, so maybe you over betters who bet college somehow uh, will like this game because you're getting less points now than you did when it opened. I, I just I've looked at a lot of things, man, and I, I've been wrong in some big college football games. UCLA, Oregon. I'm looking at you. Maybe I'm wrong on this. I love my beeves getting four and a half tonight. I just think this is going to be no pun intended a dogfight. I think UW might score some points, move the ball through the air. I think Oregon State's going to be able to run. Branson makes me a little nervous. It's on the road. I'm sure Husky fans ready to show up and show out with their ponchos. But I'm going to take Oregon State plus four and a half. They got me. I'm, I'm biting. I'm back in my beeves, and I am jacked through my gourd to watch this game tonight. Leave me alone, family. I'm watching college football. And Winterhawks, Thunderbirds. Uh, swag, first pick? Uh, I'll go to college football. Uh, nothing like being totally humiliated uh, to motivate you the following week. Oklahoma State. They are catching a point on the road at Kansas. I think the uh, the airs come out of the Jayhawks balloon here. Uh, Oklahoma I'm gonna, State's an underdog at Kansas. It it opened at no, minus three or four for Oklahoma State. It's gone favorite. the other way. What? You huh? sure, what? You huh? sure you're looking at that line right? What's Oklahoma what? State. I'm looking at it. Okay. Plus oh, one right oh, now on BetMGM. Okay. okay. How about that? But it's flipped. That's something to note here. It's yeah, flipped. it did flip. Everything's going the other way. There is no way Oklahoma State comes out and lays another egg like that. I will take the point and like the fighting thing. Gundys. Can you please pull that? Because we those are the clips we need is when you yeah. say there's no way and then it happens. I love that pick. That's a good pick. Oklahoma I, why State plus are they one? an underdog at Kansas? Kansas sucks. Why did the money switch from favorite <laughs> to dog? Huh? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, my first pick, which is technically my second pick, uh, because I already lost on the Eagles last night. I, you know, I'm kind of giving up hope, so I'm just going back to what I know when I know Justin Herbert, and I'm betting 
betting on the Chargers minus two and a half. I'm not giving you any reason because I don't deserve to give you any reason right now. Give me the Chargers minus two and a half on the road at Atlanta. I'm fading you, and I'm going the other way, so people are going to see this line and not understand if they don't listen to the segment. We play with a half point here on Sprague Alliance, the agreement with KT. I got KT's picks as well. Uh, I'm going to fade that. I'm going to go the opposite. Uh, Falcons are 5-1, and 6-1 and one as an underdog, uh, especially an underdog at home. They love this spot. They're third in EPA per play. They're actually a really efficient offense. The Chargers, Keenan Allen just said his hamstring's getting worse. There's no Mike Williams. Yes, they're coming off a bye. Herbert's not quite having the dream season because their offense is sputtering. I'm going to take the Falcons as a home dog here. Falcons plus three and a half. Next up, uh, Bama and LSU. I could see this game going one of two ways. Um, either Bama just rolls them or it turns into a wild and woolly shootout. shootout. Either way, I think it's going to go over the number. I believe it's 56.5 right now. I will take the over in that game. All right, last pick for me back to the NFL is a team that is always great in October and November, and they're taking on a young, bad quarterback, and that is the New England Patriots taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the line at last check was five and a half. I will take that. Okay. New England is back at home. I think the under is a play here as well. They can run the football. Uh, the, the the Colts are just a dumpster right now, man. They couldn't score points on the freaking Washington Commanders last week. And I think New England holds them down. They win this game by a touchdown like 17-10. Give me the Pats minus five and a half. Not the under? The, the touch, no, I'm Pats taking the line. Okay. Give me the line. Pats minus five and a half. Uh, my last pick, I, I don't like to do it often because it feels dangerous, but I'm going to do it nonetheless. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm going to play an over bet here. Uh, over 45 and a half. I've said this before. I'll say it again. The Chicago Bears folks have found some offense. They know how to use Justin Fields. Miami's defense, as you saw last weekend against the Lions, are is not quite elite. Uh, they got some playmakers, not a quite elite offense. Or I mean, excuse me, defense. This is in Chicago, and you might go, "Why would you bet the over?" It's Chicago weather forecast in Chicago for Sunday is actually sixty degrees and sunny. I think we're going to get some points here. I think Justin Fields he scored thirty three against New England, twenty nine against Dallas. I'm looking somewhere in that range. They got Chase Claypool. I don't know how active he's going to be. Uh, and Miami's offense is elite, and Chicago's defense is 19th in efficiency. I think we get points. Uh, I'm going to bet the over of Chicago-Miami, 45-and-a-half. Okay, swag last pick. Uh, we'll go to the NFL uh, Chargers and uh, are at the Falcons in the uh, Duck QB Bowl here. Uh both teams have no faith in their defense to hold the lead at the end, which is why I think the over is the play here at 49 and a half. Uh, Chargers can, both these teams, you know, Chargers can score 30 at the drop of a hat, and certainly the Atlanta secondary is more than willing to let you do that. Uh, but the Chargers, for whatever reason, can't seem to put teams away when they need to be putting teams away. So I, I think both teams are easily at 21, 22 points in there. You just need then one more score after that. 49 and a half, I'll take the over. I like that we all got action on the duck bowl this weekend. Look at us. We do have action on we the duck bowl. We all got action on Mariota versus Herbert. Who's more, most nervous with their duck bowl game? We can all technically win. <laughs> yeah, we can actually. We can all win. win with Chargers a field win goal. by a yeah, field goal, and they have a high-scoring game. We all three win. 
And there you go. Everybody's happy. Uh, so I lost on the Eagles last night. My other two picks, Chargers minus 2.5 at Atlanta. Pats minus 5.5 against the Colts. Sprague is on Oregon State plus 4.5 tonight in Seattle. The Falcons plus 3.5 against the Chargers. And the over of 45.5 in Bears and Dolphins. Swag is on Oklahoma State plus 1 at Kansas. Alabama LSU over of 56.5 at the Chargers. Falcons over of 49.5. And Kevin Todd, who didn't hop on this morning, but he gave us his picks. Uh, he is on Duke minus 10. Wisconsin minus four and a half, and he's taking the Raiders in Jacksonville minus one and a half. Have fun betting on the Raiders. I ain't doing that again this well, year. Well, good luck winning, betting on the Jags in that game. That's not a fun game to bet. Yeah, don't bet that game, man. Don't bet that game. Uh, somebody said, by the way, that the Oklahoma State quarterback is out. Yeah, that uh, Spencer Sanders is out. They're playing the Gundy. The Gundy's a backup quarterback? That's why the line went from them being Little favorites Gundy. to Kansas. If it makes you feel any better, I gambled on the Titans not knowing that Ryan Tannehill wasn't going to play, and it was the only bet that I won last weekend. <laughs> With Malik Willis. Everybody said, hey, you know, Tannehill's not playing. I said, YOLO. Football's the dumbest sport that we bet, and we all bet it the most. It's um, ridiculous. So there you go. Uh, there are our Sprague in the line picks. We'll tweet them out at Dirt and Sprague on Twitter. I also forgot to tweet out our Pac-12 picks against the spread. So I'll do that today as well uh, after the show. Let's close it up. World Series Blazers playing. Busy weekend. Oregon State tonight. Can't wait. Close it up next on the all right, there go fist pumping your way into the weekend every single Friday as we wrap things up here. What a what a sports weekend we got, and uh, we're we're excited because not only is there an Oregon State game tonight, there's a there's a vicious battle between the Winterhawks and the Thunderbirds at seven thirty on the CW. Tonight you are trying so hard that everybody's going to be watching. Actually, it's a seven o'clock puck drop, so Half it, hour. it preempts Oregon State and Washington. We all know that's going to be the big game of the weekend. It's an <laughs> Oregon versus Washington rivalry. We all want to see, uh, but no, we also get to do something really cool after the show, and that is. We're going to be a part of Catch 365. We got our gloves and Big John's mechanics in here. I think you got it. Oh, there you go. Swag got it for you. What's oh, up, yeah. John? What's up, fellas? How's it going, buddy? Nice see you new digs. You, uh, like, you like the new studio? <laughs> Listen, I've been here once. It was at night, and I was terrified. So in the morning time, you know what? Yeah. Pretty decent. I got it. Not bad, right? I, not bad. I'm surprised you're here. Like, because you usually the, you do the baseball show a lot. Right. You obviously hop on with your brother at the end of every you night. You know what we're doing right now? We're mailing it in. We are mailing it we're in. We're mailing it in in person the right now. going out early. I like that. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm trying I'm trying to catch for the cycle here at the station. Okay. So I've caught with the the losers in prime time. Yeah. Yeah, those losers are done. Right. I've done Dusty's show. Yeah. I've done that. The, the crown jewel, the, the hardest one to get is the triple, right? Yes. Like Homer's all... The hardest one to get in the cycle is the triple, and that's the morning show. Because for heaven's sakes, you guys are here at 6 a.m. So I started thinking, well, I could pull a 9 o'clock. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Dude. Thank you for inviting us. I, I've been following the journey, sharing the journey. It's been a great journey. I can't wait for the end of this thing because you might write a book. There's got to be a book out of this. I, I didn't. A lot of stories. I didn't want to ask, but I was like, gonna invite me is he gonna <laughs> invite me and you finally sit down I'm like yes yes we did it okay yeah yeah you know you guys are busy people yeah yeah you know media icons no, yeah. no so I figured today would be a good opportunity and I picked the atmospheric river look at that to come down <laughs> Hey, let's pick the worst weather day ever 
and play catch in it. Right. I love it. We got our gloves. We're ready to go. Uh, We're playing catch right when we're done. Enjoy the Beaver game tonight. Let's go, Beavs. See if they can get a win in Seattle. Everybody's going to watch Hawks and T-Birds, of course, 7 o'clock on the CW. Ducks pregame tomorrow starts at 8 a.m. for a thrilling showdown against Colorado. Uh, World Series Blazers, fun weekend. Enjoy it. Survive the atmospheric river, and we will talk to you Monday at 6 a.m. Colin is next. This is 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.